short-term versus long-term fitness and health and weight loss goals. Uh, that's the topic today. And I want to talk about the differences between, um, between the two and how to approach these goals, knowing that the approach that you take is most likely going to be different uh, depending on you as an individual, but mostly just depending on the goal that you have and, um, and, and whether it's a, a short-term kind of one-time goal or a long-term more of a lifestyle goal. And one of the most common areas where this comes into play, at least for me and the people that I work with, is, is when it comes to you know, nutrition and, and weight loss. And so, you know, an example of a, of a short-term weight loss goal would be, uh, you know, I have a, a wedding, uh, my wedding's coming up in six months and I want to lose 20 pounds so I can look really, really good for my pictures and, and on wedding day. Or maybe you have uh, a big vacation coming up and you're, you know, you're going to be on the beach uh, in a bathing suit for a week and uh, you just want to feel really good and look really good uh, for vacation uh, something like that. And uh, uh, an example of a long-term goal would simply just be, you know, I want to get healthier. I want to feel better. Yes, I want to lose some weight or gain some muscle, but ultimately I want it for the long term. I want this forever. Uh, and I want to, I want to build more of a lifestyle around it versus just getting to a weight uh, to say I got there. And so in these two examples, um, let's just say we're, we'll talk about the short term first. If you're, uh, if you have a short-term weight loss or fitness goal, then you're going to probably want to be a lot more diligent with uh, food tracking and with exercise prescription than you would be if it was for the long-term. So in the short-term, I would recommend that you, you know, if you haven't already, you figure out how to track your food and you can utilize, there's plenty of apps out there. One of the, my favorites that I use is my fitness pal. Uh, it allows you to, to track uh, very precisely uh, your food and it gives you breakdowns of macronutrients, your protein, carbs, and fat, uh, your calories, and uh, some vitamins and minerals as well, which um, are important, but um, not the sole thing to focus on for a short-term uh, weight loss goal. So if this is you, um, when you're tracking your food, let's talk about a couple things that you want to make sure that you're doing uh, when you're doing this. Number one is be as precise as possible with weighing and measuring your food. Utilize something like a food scale um, and measuring cups to, to make sure that whatever you're eating, you are, um, you're weighing it out so you know exactly how much is being consumed. Um, therefore, it's going to give you a much more accurate count. Keep in mind that there is um, some variance in what you see on labels and what's able to be tracked. So know that although this, uh, so for example, if a package says that there's you know 200 calories in a serving, uh, that that is is more of an estimate, and and there are studies that show that that number could be off by 10 to 20 percent. Don't be spooked by that. Just know that it's not a perfect system. But at the end of the day, the more diligently you're tracking, the more accurate you're going to be with what's being consumed and have a much better chance of success with a short-term based goal. Um, so learn how to do it. Uh, takes, you know, it takes some practice. And once you get in the groove of doing it, it becomes easier and easier. So a lot of people, after I have them tracked for the first time, 
they'll say something like, man, this is, uh, this is really time consuming. It takes me a long time to, to do this. And just know that after you do it for maybe a week or two, it becomes easier and easier because you get used to, um, you get used to weighing and measuring and it just be like anything, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So first things first is get good at, at tracking in general. Second thing is you, you want to keep things, some things constant, uh, while you're changing other things. So for example, if you're tracking your food for the first time and you're trying to learn how many calories and, and what macro uh, breakdown is best for you, it would probably be best to keep your exercise program um, consistent. Um, so that way you're not changing multiple variables at the same time, because that's going to make a difference in how many calories you're burning, which is going to make a difference in, you know, ultimately what's going to provide you the weight loss that you want. Um, the, the next thing I would consider is you have to always be willing to adjust. So the process is, you know, devise a plan, execute the plan, and then assess the plan periodically and be willing to adjust. So one thing that a lot of people forget to realize is that let's just say you're um, tracking your food and um, you're eating 2000 calories a day. And on day one, you weighed in at 150 pounds. And after two weeks, you've lost, I don't know, five pounds. You're down to 145. That's awesome. That 2000 calories a day is providing you weight loss um, at, a, at a controllable rate and you keep doing it. And then after two more weeks, you realize you only lost, you know, two and a half pounds. Still great, um, but maybe it's not on track for your goal. And so you keep doing it and then you kind of, you, you get stagnant. You stop losing weight for a couple of weeks at the same 2000 calories. Well, as your body becomes quote unquote smaller and you lose weight, the amount of calories you're going to need to burn in a day is going to decrease as well. So you have to take that into consideration that at some point, 2000 calories used to provide you weight loss, but eventually it's no longer, it's going to be more of your maintenance zone. And so at that point, you may need to readjust and drop it down to 1750 or 1800 or, um, you know, I wouldn't go more than about 20% decrease at a time. But at the end of the day is you have to be willing to, to assess what's going on, what results you're getting, and then adjust that plan accordingly. Um, so for a shorter term goal, that's a, a very viable uh, strategy and it, and it can absolutely work. Um, and when it comes to weight loss, I would highly recommend that you utilize more of your nutrition to lose the weight instead of exercise. A lot of people think that the more light weight they want to lose, the more they have to exercise. Keep in mind that the more active you are, the hungrier you're going to become. And so if you just ramp up your exercise and then you struggle to stick to your calorie number, it's probably has something to do with the fact that you're just, you're hungrier and it's going to make it harder and harder for you to stick to your, to your nutrition. Now that doesn't mean don't exercise. Exercise is crucial for a lot of reasons and, and it does help with uh, sustaining weight loss. Um, but focus more on weightlifting and not necessarily low intensity, but lower intensity, intensity exercise versus going to the gym and, and going ham every day and doing high intensity, uh, um, intervals or, or weightlifting or whatever it might be, stick to more just focusing on getting stronger and doing lower to moderate intensity workouts. And that will make it easier for you um, to stick to your nutrition plan and have, um, have more success over the period in which you're, you're trying to do that.
Now, on the flip side of this, if you have a longer term goal, um, let's just say, you, you know, the goal is, hey, I, you know, eventually I want to lose 20 pounds, but it doesn't have to be in the next, you know, three to six months. I just I, I want to eventually lose weight. Um, but more importantly, I want to be able to keep that weight off forever. And I want to sustain this for my lifetime. Um, in that case, tracking your food every single day, super diligently, isn't probably isn't the, the, the route I would recommend. One, because for most people, that's just not sustainable. It's not sustainable to track everything that you eat forever. Um, and, and it's just, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a great way to build a relationship with your food where you, you know, you have to stay within a specific zone every single day. Um, and I would then focus on, rather than doing that, I would focus more on, on just building good habits, building habits that are sustainable uh, and attacking it one at a time. You know, so it could be something as simple as, you know, looking at breaking apart each meal that you eat. So maybe for the first month of your of your of your new um, lifestyle approach uh, would be just focusing on breakfast, where you focus on getting a high quality breakfast. Uh, you're sitting down to eat um, and 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 just focusing on that one meal. And once you've done that for a month, now that becomes more habitual and it's just something that happens. And then you add in a new habit. Maybe you focus on lunch the next month and then you focus on dinner the next month. And so after three to four months, you've gained uh, much better control over each of your, your three big meals if that's how you prefer to eat. Um, this method is preferred because it's not all that hard to just change breakfast for a month. Whereas if you went all in and you're like, okay, I'm going to eat this many calories and I'm only eating whole foods, I'm not eating any junk, blah, blah, blah. You may be able to sustain that for a month, maybe two, but eventually something is going to get in the way. Life's going to happen. Uh, you're going to have a, a crummy week. Maybe you get sick, you know, stress is high, you're traveling. Something's going to happen where it's going to throw you off of your plan you're going to, you know, get off track, maybe you gain a couple pounds, which isn't the end of the world. But because you realize, man, I can't sustain this, then that's when people, they kind of have this all in or all out approach where now that I'm all out, I'm going to just stay all out. Um, and then this is what I call the roller coaster. And then you go off the tracks for a couple months, you gain back the weight that you lost, and then you try to do it again and again. And that's not sustainable. So rather uh, focusing on, on one habit at a time and doing it over the course of, if you just did that for a year, over that year, in those specific months, it may not, it shouldn't feel like you're doing all that much different. But if you built 12 new habits over the course of a year, focusing on a new one each month, at the end of that year, I would guarantee that not only did you probably hit your weight loss goal, or at least you're on your way to it but you're doing it in a way that you can continue to do forever. Um, you know, so what I like to say is what it takes to achieve a short-term goal is generally never what it takes to achieve a long-term goal and, and vice versa. So again, to kind of recap that, when, when you have a, a short-term goal, you're gonna need to be much more diligent with, with tracking your food and your exercise program and it's going to be much more of an intense approach. When you have a longer term goal, take more of like the marathoner approach where you're, you're looking to do this long distance. You're not going to sprint out the gates. You're going to take a nice smooth pace, just looking to build one new habit at a time. 
Um, so I hope that helps you uh, better understand how to approach a different type of goal when it comes to nutrition. Uh, and the same goes for, for exercise as well. If you have just a long-term goal of, uh, you know, getting, getting stronger, getting more fit, moving more, you know, start simple. Like if you're doing nothing right now, it could be a, a simple goal. It could be, you know, go for a, go for a 20 minute walk three days a week. And then the next month, maybe it's five days a week. And then the next month you incorporate some, some weightlifting two days a week. And then, you know, the next month you incorporate some intervals a couple days a week. And then over a year, you have a whole new fitness program, but it didn't really feel like all that much work because it started by just walking three days a week. Um, so many people feel like in order to make a change, they have to go all in. And I understand where that comes from. It, I mean, it makes sense logically, but we have to take a step back and look at the big picture. Um, you know, what do they say? Rome wasn't built in a, in a week or whatever. And, and it, it takes time to build a long lasting sustainable goal. And that's okay. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're in your mid thirties, forties, even fifties, you still got a long life to live. And understand that it's okay if you don't hit your weight loss goal for a year, even two years, as long as you do it in a way that you can then sustain for the next 30, 40, 50 years, you're going to be winning in the long run. Um, so again, really hope this uh, puts things into perspective for you. There's still a lot of uh, intricacies to when it comes to food, when it comes to exercise and tracking. And I know this uh, won't answer every question that, that you might be, be thinking about when it comes to this topic, but hopefully it gets the wheels turning. And uh, if you have a longer term goal, try to stay away from that all in approach and focus on building one new habit at a time. Uh, as always, love to hear your feedback, your questions. You can uh, you can reach out to me uh, via email, jeremy at CrossFitReviver.com. You can get me on uh, social media, Instagram at coach underscore JJJ. I'm also on Facebook. Um, so yeah, hopefully that helps hit me up with any questions and we'll see you next time.